I'm Rob. I am Dirk. I'm Ben. I'm Frank. We're geeks who talk about metal. Good morning, good day, good evening, wherever you are. Here we are again, third episode in the making, and I think it'll be funny today. Yeah. So funny like strange funny or funny like amusing funny. Okay, hang on, right, okay, okay. Before before we all before we all before we all start this, um I feel it's only right that I started this episode now that Dirk's introduced us by by apologizing. I'm very sorry, Ben. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I'm used okay. to pain, so <laughs> I can deal with it. And this month this month was really painful for me. <laughs> Because maybe I should say there's there's two things that that really hurt me and that's bagpipes and music <laughs> and flutes and fiddles. So today we talk about four albums, but I suppose two albums won't get the best rating, right? Could be yes. <laughs> Let's see. So like, what have we got this this month? So this month we have. Uh, I can't uh, make bagpipes with my own voice, but we have the new Gravedigger album, Fields of Blood. Then yes. the new album by Elstorm. <laughs> yes, Pirates for the Win. And also, and probably, yeah, that's compared to the others will hit the mark Lamp of God, self-titled album Lamp of God ah, Yeah. but also the band called 16 with the album Dream Squasher so that are our four picks for this month and yeah, who wants to, who wants to start now? I, I'd, I'd like to say uh, we, we definitely got away from Prog yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah. a bit, yes, yes. a bit <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Slightly deviated from Prague, yeah. Oh look, look, we've we've got to do it at some point, so we may as well just swallow the medicine now and get it out of the way. So we'll start <laughs> yes. with my choice. Yeah, my choice frog. was the Curse of the Crystal Coconut by Ailstorm. And may may I start this by asking a question? You may. Were you able to listen to the entire album without skipping? I was not. Okay. Yeah, me either. So, having had some albums that were like meh for the last couple of episodes, and uh, and and I was you know grumpy last last time, it, you know it was like I wanted something to cheer me up, and Ailstorm as a band definitely cheer me up because they're mm -hmm. silly, and definitely. <laughs> 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 so. I felt that, you know, as soon as I saw, literally, as soon as I saw that the album was there, I was like, Ben, I'm having this one. Yeah. Ben cried. <laughs> and But it's yeah, it, it's not the best album in the world. It's not something you're going to listen to all the time. It it has some unbelievably terrible songs. Yeah. Tortuga yes. is the one. <laughs> <laughs> Tortuga is the worst I... I've ever Heard. No, I've I've and, heard worse, but still. I, I've heard I've heard worse, but it certainly was like, what is going on? But let's yeah. not dwell on the bad parts of this thing. Let's talk about the good parts. So the good parts of this album are it makes you smile. 
because it's silly. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. It has things like pirate metal drinking cr- crew and yeah. treasure chest party yeah. quests. Yeah, and, and you know, bang your head and and like go with the tune a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it and it's that. foot tapping. Yeah, foot it, tapping. It, yeah. You know, it gets you. You know, it gets you nodding along and 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 listening. And the lyrics are silly. Um, I I highly recommend watching the uh watching the videos on YouTube yeah. with the subtitles on. Agree. Because the, the, that's equally just as silly. There is there a band that likes to have fun and 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 be silly. Um, it's good fun, but it's not. You know, it's a, it's it's one to it's a it's a party album. It's uh, uh, you got uh, all your mates around for 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 a beer and a barbecue and you have something silly. It's got some yeah. some good little sing along bits you can do. You can dance along to it. It's a lot of fun. So I I enjoyed it. But I know that Ben didn't. That's that's not entirely true. I think it's an album. If I had like thirty or forty beers what? and was at a festival and there wasn't another band that I was craving to see playing, I would go and see them live, and I bet I would enjoy myself. Mm. I'm quite sure I would. But to listen to it at home with headphones and no beer or little beer at all doesn't work for me. Mm. For me neither so yeah. the synthy sounds they were really hard to cope so it's party <laughs> yeah. booth yeah. metal i would say a bit like tankard but it's nothing oh, i can it's better than tankard yeah it's way better than tankard dirk yeah but that's, that's still unfair. it's yeah. it's not but it's nothing i would listen to if i just want to listen to music i won't pick Elstorm in no. that case so, because no. there are so many weird parts in some songs where I thought, okay, now they uh, put out the synths. Oh, it's only 8-bit sound. Now it's a Monkey Island soundtrack. What is yeah. happening yeah. here? So yeah, it was yeah, yeah. really is... hard to listen and to what, what, the whole album. I think I think that the regular album would be fine, but those bonus tracks, yes, holy... Those, those make no sense at all. So why do they call it 16th century versions when it's 16-bit sound? What's, what, what is wrong with them? Maybe that's uh, fun as well. But, but I, I totally agree. If you um, uh, put the album on uh, Spotify and then if you, um, if you just uh, mix the songs so that it uh, plays them in an arbitrary um, Order, then it I, I cannot stand it because um, there are all these um, 16 bit sounds which which are uh, these synthesizer sounds and and even what what Dirk said um, I think it was the 16 bit version of Tortuga or something like this where they mixed in some yeah some some merengue sounds with 16 bit which really 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 reminded me of Monkey Island and um, well. When I hear these, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm I really want to grab my uh, uh, mini uh, SNES and want to play play some games. So but, Frank, uh, so so that's yeah. that's where I have to disagree because that's where the music works perfectly. If if you want to okay. grab your SNES and play Monkey Island, yeah, but, then that's goal achieved. That, yeah, but 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 that's not what I expect when I hear a metal metal album. Then I don't want to play Monkey Island on some 16-bit system. So, <laughs> I want to play Monkey Island day in day out, so I don't see the problem here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another point. That's that's another point. Yeah, but 
drink rum, play Monkey Island. I mean, hell, why not? Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, there were a few songs which uh, caught my attention, but only uh, in the beginning. So, for example, um, um, The Woodening, or, or better, uh, Wooden Leg Part 2, the title itself is so stupid at all. But <laughs> yes. that, caught my, like that, that caught my attention in the beginning. I thought, wow, nearly black metal vibes? That is interesting. And then this fucking synthes kicked in. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> they ruined it with the synthes again. Sorry. What, Damn, why did they do it? What I thought it was, I, I felt entertained. And as I said, I think it would work live yeah. for me. Maybe, But yeah. uh, on the other hand, I know that this kind of metal with me wears off pretty fast. So yes. the, yeah, and the number of times I can listen to this album is very limited. And uh, and, and and there are some things where where uh, the lyrics <laughs> just don't work for me. For example, things like um, there's an alligator in your refrigerator or something. <laughs> <laughs> What? That's what, that's what Rob described about? as silly. And I think that's quite funny, yes. to be honest. I, yes. I thought that's quite <laughs> funny to do it that What? way. Because it's so, so silly that it's just... Well, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> What? But to come and back to the title, which everyone probably skipped, but listened to the song twice. Yeah, it's uh, masochistic behavior, Tortuga. Yeah. <laughs> What were they thinking? <laughs> yeah. It is some kind of Monkey Island soundtrick. Even in the normal yes. version, we have the uh, 8-bit yeah. sounds. So it's not only in the 16th century version. And for me, this had nothing to do with metal at all. No. But, but one thing, there is one little homage to Rage Against the Machine. Did you recognize it? Mm. You find the bomb track in the middle of the song. Yeah. So there's a little sidekick, and that was quite funny from a musical perspective. So it's so it's Monkey Island rap metal. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey yeah. Island rap metal. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So Rob, which which tracks of Monkey Island rap metal would you recommend to the listeners? Uh, pirate metal drinking crew. Okay, totally yeah. agree. Because that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah that yeah. just sticks. Can... Yeah, um, that that's definitely the, the 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 standout song. There, it's the one that would get you, yeah, get mm -hmm. you singing and dancing. But there, yeah. I, I think I think to be fair, the other ones would as well. But yeah, that's that's the. Uh, That's the one I would choose as the if you had to pick one, and it gives you a good idea of what the album and indeed <laughs> the band are all about. Yeah, and, and already the title gives you an idea of the quality of the lyrics. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the the lyrics video that you that you sent us where they say like at the one millionth repetition of pirate metal, metal drink, drinking crew where the, the subtitles say, well, if you didn't get the lyrics by now, we don't know what to do. It carries on as well, doesn't it? It's just, yeah. It just carries on whilst they're busy singing. The, the, the subtitles are just off on yeah. chatting away about something else completely. Yeah. And there are, there are other great lyrics which uh, really bring uh, um, uh, Ailstorm to a point. I don't know i don't think it's from this album but it's from the previous album which uh, which says we are here to drink your beer uh, that's yep. so enough said <laughs> and that, that that was the song that got me got me into them as a yeah. Yeah, oh these are silly and and right up my alley okay. and uh, i totally moment. get i totally get why you like it but it's 
not for me. Hmm. And, and equally, it's you know, as I think we said before, music music is is for different places and different times yeah. and things. Yeah. And I certainly wouldn't, I wouldn't have it on. I think if I'd had to listen to it in headphones, that might have been different experience yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. So I was able to listen to it in my office through the speakers, standing up at my standing desk, so I can yeah, then dance you can and tap your leg and, and, and dance. Exactly, and works okay. But for yeah. me, usually I'm not drunk enough to appreciate that kind of music. I, I, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I still think I think we I think we would have had fun with them at, at download. Definitely. I'd have dragged you along. Definitely. I, I, yeah. I, as I said, I, I, I can I totally so imagine well. them in a in a festival scenario, in a live scenario that. They'll be great fun. Yeah. But on Spotify, <laughs> in, in German, you yeah, would probably no. say, nicht für meiner Mutter Sohn. Not for my mother's <laughs> son. So. Not for my mother's son. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, now now that we've, you know, swallowed that pill, well done. Yeah. Well done, boys. We have you to did well to yeah. get through it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for making me listen to an Ailsom album. End to end. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> totally new experience for me. Shall we continue with the pain and have Dirk discuss his yeah. album? <laughs> yeah, now we have to swallow the next pill, I think. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, we just a, a funny um, idea to pick the Gravedigger album just to trigger Ben. But it was also some kind of um, torturing myself listening to the album. Uh, I did not expect <laughs> that... Um, yeah, well, how should I start? And no Gravedigger from old albums like Tunes of War, the most famous one where they had the most successes, but also with um, The Hunter or which, which Hunter? Hunter? I can't remember exactly. Heart of Darkness. I never got in. Uh, or Heart of Darkness. No, no, not Heart War. of Darkness. No, no, no. But, okay, Gravedigger, Fields of Blood, the 2020 release, and it's 40th anniversary for that band already, I think. But, yeah. How does the album start? A bagpipe intro with some tunes from the Scottish anthem. And my first thought was boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I had exactly the same. The yeah. same and uh, also the, the hard cut, the hard cut between the intro and the first song. It does not feel good. I'd wish a smoother fading, but it's my personal opinion. But I think, well, from a production point of view, could have done better but well um also if you listen to the first song these italian classic elements in the first song these do not match the band sings about a scottish warrior and then mm-hmm. such a part in a song with italian classic elements that does not work yes. for me that's yeah. really it it does not work out and then we are lines of the sea we are fighting to be free and we will never flee so, Classic Gravedigger, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh, I cannot yeah. cope this anymore. No, <laughs> please. No, it really, I cannot stand such lyrics anymore. To, to be fair, the production itself is quite good. The drums and guitars, uh, guitars sound perfect, but the band itself did not really evolve. They improved no. or got better again compared to the albums before. But if you take a step back and look at the band, they're stuck in the same schema for decades. Sorry to say yeah. that, but it's, but it's a bit of a, a what I call a running wild effect. Maybe there's yeah, one outstanding yeah, yeah. album, exactly. but that's it. And now, yeah. really. It's like thunder. 
for yeah and for the third time an album with highland scottish topic for the third right. time but to be fair if you're 40 years in business it's probably quite difficult to find new ideas so i may understand that the band picked a theme or topic where they had the most success with in the past but uh for me it isn't um isn't the album of the month of the year no. or of a decade no. It will just fade away. Yeah, I think so as well. So, so I totally agree to to Dirk. Um, they they got better, but they are getting better on things they are doing all the time. So, if you do a thing all the time, then I think it's uh, it's really uh, usual that you get better by doing this. And but they but but as Dirk said, they do not evolve. They do not really really uh do new things or something like this but uh, they they do it uh, um uh, the silence theme over and over again and um, I, I it was exactly the same uh, really the same words that dirk said when uh, he heard the first song it were exactly the same words that came to my mind as well when i heard the song apart from dirk it it, it really really it was exactly the same maybe there, there, there is time for bagpipes. Uh, for no, example, when, no, when there's no time yeah, for bagpipes no, in music. No, <laughs> never, ever, no. No, well, no. Let, let me, let me there's, finish. There's let one finish. rock song that is so, allowed to have bagpipes, and that's it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. So, so, so let me finish, Ben. Um, so, no, uh, not if you're gonna lie. I, I, <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not lying. But you, you. you you, you are not knowing what I want to say. So yeah, you, you said you there's a, a uh, place for bagpipes in music, and I yes, just have and, to. And I, I cannot would, let that pass. I, That's not, not yeah, but, a valid but, argument. But I, would, I would like I would like to I would like to 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 uh, explain it to you. So I got my um, uh, degree in Liverpool. I did uh, an online degree, and when I had my graduation, I went to Liverpool. And then there was uh, when when the graduation ceremony started, I I didn't uh, knew what to expect, and there was a bagpipe band coming coming in, and that was really really great. It was really it was it was I think it was in one of the churches of Liverpool, and it was really it was really really awesome, and uh, gave me goosebumps and everything. But uh, I don't think that there is a place for bagpipes in metal. That's something we can agree on. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, my conclusion to that album, if you're a Gravedigger hardcore fan, or if you like the Reaper album and the Tunes of War, then you probably won't be disappointed by the new album because it's one of the better albums yep. compared to some others in the past. Uh, Reingold. And they show more facets as in the past. Mm. But that's it. So uh, I listened to Tunes of War yeah, 25 years ago, 24 years ago, there I, mm. I was young. I had no idea what metal is all about. And I thought, wow, that's really cool stuff. Nowadays, I would say, yeah, Tunes of War at that decade was a good album. But yeah. please do not repeat yourself again and again. That does not make any yeah. sense. But then, but then let's, let's look at it from another point of view. Maybe, maybe just like Tunes of War got you hooked on metal somehow. This album will get the next generation hooked on metal. Could yeah, be. Okay, yes. that's a Could that's be. a good catch because if you compare Fields of Blood to uh, Tunes of War, maybe that's the better Scottish or Highland topic album of that band. 
And there's another great thing about this album. There are no 16-bit computer synthy sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I, okay. I liked it. I, I wouldn't say that it's something that I would want to listen, you know, over and over again, for sure. But I liked it. It, it, it wasn't horrendous. It wasn't totally amazing. But it was it was a good listen. Yeah. There was um, there was nothing was, there I needed to skip. Yeah, there was not there was nothing there I needed to skip. There were there were more than one song that I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah, this good. I enjoyed it. So you know, it, it was it was a middle of the road album for me. And I think yeah, I think you're right. It it could be a gateway drug to metal for for other generations, and that that's a good thing. Yeah. So um, what really is difficult for me is to uh, pick a recommendation um, because no song really catched me. Mm. But I'd say maybe the title track, Fields of Blood. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a 10-minute song and you have to take your mm. time. But I think this song represents quite good the whole album. Um, you have all the ha 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 chorus in it. You have ballad parts in it, but also yeah. pounding drums and hard guitars. So that's the uh, essence of the album, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. And is it was it was it? I think there was one of the songs, or maybe I'm just confusing it with the with the um um with with the Elstom album. There was one song where there was some uh, some female voice singing and. Um, uh, which uh, sounded a little bit like gothic metal. Was it? Was that it on, was on the, on the that was on the Gravedigger album. They made yeah. um, another. They made a pure ballad uh, called Thousand Tears together with uh, Nora Luhimu. I don't know. Uh, uh, don't know her. I have to take a look where she's uh, also singing. But mm. to be fair, yeah, the song. It's okay, but yeah, nothing but, yep. uh, outstanding for me. No, no, the, I, I, I think, um, I, I think this, uh, um, that, that it is very difficult for you to choose a, um, a suggestion what to hear from this album. I think this um, makes up the point that um, everything really sounds uh, very, very the same, very, uh, uh, yeah. Like, like we discussed, uh, so, so not even within the albums, but within this album as well. But uh, this was some song, at least when I was hearing to it, and I was not uh, paying close attention, but I was hearing um, this in the background, which catched my attention because this was a little bit different than the other things. Yeah, she's she's from Battle Beast, apparently. Ah, ah yeah. right, ah. right. So Great band. Yes, mm. Battle Beast is, is, is really great band, yes. And now, now I know why, why I, I know the voice. So now that we um, eat the frogs, <laughs> or <laughs> ate the frogs now yeah. it's time to uh, move on to, um, well. Let's, let's have some good thrash metal. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Well, go for it. I think I think in the in the first episode we established that thrash metal is like a common ground that we can all agree on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now Lamb of God are more on the aggressive side of thrash metal. Mm -hmm. And they're one of those bands that I've liked for a very long time and that are I think they're huge in the States, but in Europe they don't totally get the attention they deserve 
when you listen to their to their albums because they've put out really great records over the last 20 years i think their first release was around the, the year 2000 so 20 years they've, they've been in business and mm-hmm. they've done really great records in that time they've also done some done some records that i'm not too keen on the last two especially were not totally my cup of tea but ashes of the wake sacrament wrath they were were great albums and uh, so I was really looking forward to to the self-titled Lamb of God album, mm. especially since uh, it also marked a uh, big uh, break in the history because um, they parted ways with um, their drummer, with Chris Adler, uh, who's a brilliant uh, drummer and the brother of the guitar player, and uh, were... Uh, joined by Art Cruz of Prong before, and who also is a really great drummer who I like a lot. And uh, I think that their new album combines the strengths they had throughout their entire career and sums them up quite well. So this was an album I was really looking forward to and that I really enjoyed listening to. Rob, what did you, did you make of that? I, I, I really liked it. Yeah, it was it was good, good energy, good, um, good band. Not not one. I'm I'm sure I've I've heard them before, but there there weren't somebody that I would have said, oh yeah, I definitely know know their music. Um, I like um, Checkmate. Yeah, that's also my recommendation because it has this lovely groove in the guitars. Mm. This this like southern metal Pantera style groove a bit. Mm. Yeah, that I really like. I, I have I have music that I call my my coding music, and it, and it's mm-hmm. normally when I put my headphones on and I just nail into something for two three hours, and and this will fit right into that. Yeah. That that will yeah, I will definitely yeah. be picking some songs, yeah. and sticking them in there because they just yeah like you say that's yeah. it's that thrash metal energy just gets in your head and gets you going. It's good. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. it's different right. than than uh, Testament that we had in our our first mm-hmm. episode in a way yeah. that it's yeah. more modern. I think it feels more mm-hmm. modern the sound and it's more aggressive. Yeah, and uh, I quite like that. I quite enjoy this mm-hmm. this modern take on thrash metal where they, they take like the the old school thrash metal riffing and aggression and combine that with more modern sounds and modern production. Definitely. Yeah. So great album. Yeah. So one of the recommendations you've already uh, mentioned, Rob, Checkmate, <laughs> great song. Uh, the the second recommendation, just just to to uh, get back to Testament again, would be Routes, where they have Chuck Billy as guest vocalist. Yeah. Right. And I like uh, the way his melodic singing contrasts the, the the shouts and the aggression a bit. Yeah. Because Randy Blythe's voice is always on the edge, and he's so aggressive and so up front and I, mm. I really like his vocals but i like the way that uh chuck billy's vocals contrast that a little bit in route so that will be my second recommendation yeah for me the album was bomb for my ears after listening to grave dig and elstone <laughs> so yeah, there yeah, i had yeah, the heavy guitars me. i had the growls i had the pumping beats yeah. that was the stuff yeah, i wanted yeah. to hear after that really so what what I did um, in preparation for this uh, episode, I just uh, 
took our playlist and uh, put it on, on, on my car and I was um, um, shuffling the songs and I really liked when um, after a uh, um, Crave Digger or after the Ailstorm song, a uh, song of Lamb of God uh, was showing up. I really liked it. So I said, wow, well, yeah. And I can, better. <laughs> I can really recommend to listen to through their entire discography, especially the first two or three albums, four albums mm. are really great. So also listen to, to Sacrament and, mm. and the single from Sacrament was Redneck. Look, watch the video for Redneck from Sacrament. It's a great video where they get to play at a kid's birthday party and they just trash the place. <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> great video so so watch that one <laughs> great humor great take on on and a great song <laughs> not now <laughs> now we have one more album to talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> well, yeah right. exactly so um the last album we're talking about um this month is the album um dream squasher from a band called 16 and i have to admit that i never heard um, anything about them before Ben recommended um, uh, them to me and recommended this album to me. And um, I think this is um, uh, more from, if, if we're talking about style, um, this is an album which is um, more like uh, uh, stoner metal or something like this. And I have to admit as well that I'm not the biggest fan of stoner metal because it is on it, I, I don't I really, really know how to say this in English, but it is, um, it's really heavy and not, not, not heavy in a, in, in, in a, a good way, but, but uh, in German you would say getragen. I don't know how, how to say this in okay, English. Okay, so we've established now that Frank doesn't like heavy music, so who shall we choose yeah, to replace him? Yeah, <laughs> let's go, let's, let's go for so, some Britney so Spears. Yeah, here's an interesting an interesting thing is that because uh, I was like 16, what? Who are they? Yeah, and and I looked it up, and and the first place I got to said that they are proponents of sludge metal. Yeah, sludge metal. Okay, sludge, yeah. Yeah. like the you know what? The, yeah, the 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 grimy, very very soft sort of clay mud that you know at the bottom of a, of a river yeah. you call that sludge. Yeah, and I was okay. like. Okay, I don't know what I'm going to think about this. But it makes sense. It, <laughs> right. it, it so, fits their, yeah. their style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I, I'm, um, I quite like sludge metal, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think well, what, I, what I think about the album is that there are songs which are quite different, which uh, which on the, on the one hand is a good thing, for example, compared to the Gravedigger album, where most uh, of the songs are nearly the same. This is something I like about it, and I think it is a really, really good album. It's not it's not the uh, the the best album I know, or it's not the not not something I would normally maybe listen to, but it's a good album. You can definitely go and uh, give it a try. And what I will uh, what I will um, recommend from this album are two tracks. One track is um, uh, "Ride the Waves," which is really really uh, has has um, to my opinion has high energy and is really uh, 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 kick in the head, and the other thing is uh, Summer of '69, uh, which I liked as well. Um, summer of '96. Uh, summer of '96. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> nearly, yeah. The Brian Adams. nearly the same. It, it's nearly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it wasn't about the landing on the moon, so I have to look up the lyrics again. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So since since yeah. you mentioned listening to music in your car, I think this yes. kind of music, this record, is perfect for driving on a warm day yes. down a road yeah. and just blasting out of your speakers because it I, just flows. Yeah, that's that's right. That, that, I I no. agree. That's right. No. <laughs> well, no. Um, no. The only nope. the only thing is you cannot really really drive because of all the traffic jams. But yeah, I, I, I'm, <laughs> apart from that, I agree. Yes. So Rob, what yeah. what other occasion would you listen to that album? <sighs> so here's the thing, I didn't like it. Didn't get me at all. Yeah. Now, admittedly, I've only listened to it twice because um, somebody took a long, long time to decide which album they wanted. Uh, yeah, sorry. For the... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it, I don't know. I wanted more. I didn't. It didn't. More of what? None. None of none of the none. Of, yeah, more. More. I wanted more. I wanted it to. You know, it's like those those songs where you hear the intro and you think it's going to get into a faster tempo and and it never mm-hmm. does and you get to the end and it's like mm-hmm. it's done okay. um I, I i obviously sludge metal is not is not for me if i want to go something a little bit less then i'll i'll probably move out of out of metal into something different but i can't i can't see myself listen to this again if i'm honest yeah and maybe i'll try it again and just you know just just to see if it's it's all right but I, it, nothing about it really really grabbed me it was a bit yeah it was meh sorry <laughs> maybe it will, maybe it will get you when you're driving in a car it's uh like uh, like you said it's uh, the same from my side it uh, the album did not really catch me maybe it is it, it was okay for me as uh, background music but hmm. um the thing is, um, I do not listen often or ever to this kind of music. So sludge metal. Well, what other bands playing sludge metal? I think Crowbar. I also, I don't uh, listen to Crowbar either. Sure. So it's 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 really it it's not my favorite kind of music. I, I have to say that. But on the other hand, the song Sadlands on that album. That was more Doom-like. That was the song that I really liked, but it was only one song from the album. The other were meh. I like I like this when I listen to this kind of music. As you, and you mentioned Crowbar, and you can go with Down, even though Phil Anselmo is a total dickhead. Um, <laughs> but if, you, if you're talking about sludge metal, southern stoner metal, that's I agree that it's depends on your mood, but I like this really heavy, big balls of steel kind of music every now and then. I really enjoy that. And for me, 16 had what I expected from that album. It's not one of the best sludge metal albums ever recorded. It's not one of the genre highlights. But it's still an album that I, I rather enjoy, and I think I'll, I'll listen to it again every now and then when I'm like sitting outside having a whiskey and thinking, okay, let's have some relaxing music to just flow along and fill this beautiful evening with some noise. Yeah, see, if I want to do that, I'll I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Floyd. Yeah, you know, as long so, as you don't go with Hailstorm, I, I agree. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, true. <laughs> But I, I think that's I think that's my point is that 
um, you, you've got a, you've got music for, for every situation. And huh. um, this, this just wouldn't fit in that because if I'm in that sort of mood, I'm going to listen to something outside of metal. Yeah, me too sometimes. Yeah. The other day I listened to an entire uh, opera while uh, tidying my room or Pia's room. <laughs> oh, so yeah, those those were our four albums. And yeah, so one and recommendation and three uh, babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We must we must do better. Yeah, well, this this month yeah, was we, a tough month, yeah, especially exactly. since so, since one of the highest anticipated releases for me was postponed again. So Harkins virus was postponed uh, again. So tough month. And we tough can month. only work with with the uh, albums that are um, coming out the month, right? Maybe we yep. should get more into black metal. Try this episode. So, what about our our next feature then? So. I know we had some chat on the on the WhatsApp about uh, mm -hmm. about another album to to discuss. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah, the one Ben mentioned from mm -hmm. uh, Bandcamp, right? Yeah, since since we since we didn't get a, a contribution from the uh, from the geek community, uh, I no, wanted to introduce something. Uh, a friend of mine, Raf. Well. Uh, in another life, I work for this uh, metal magazine. I write there sometimes, and I try to modernize the content management system, the website, and everything. And I don't have time for that as much as I would like to, but every now and then mm -hmm. I try to do something there. And one of the writers there is Ruff, and Ruff is a really great guy. I really like him, and he has his uh, label, Ruff Child. I love the name of the label <laughs> <laughs> for That's apparent perfect. reasons. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, and he puts out um, actually the, the term handpicked really uh, is what's happening here because he really selects the band that he wants to work with uh, very closely and uh, puts out very high quality uh power metal, melodic metal, sometimes doom metal. And one of the releases that he put out this month was of a band that where the name doesn't match the music at all. And <laughs> right. the band was called Eisenhower in the German writing. And you would expect Neue Deutsche Härte, like Rammstein stuff. Yeah. But it's actually melodic power metal. And it's a really great release that I would recommend to everyone who likes that kind of music to listen to and actually uh if you like that kind of music buy a record of uh, bandcamp because uh, you support a great underground band and a great underground label yeah i really have to say thank you for that tip uh this um, album was a big surprise this evening for me straight heavy epic metal mm. maybe yeah. not the best production compared to maybe Ailstorm and Gravedigger because big labels stand behind it and they have yeah. much more time, much more money. But since not everything is perfect, it is much more um, authentic for me. Yeah. So I had to listen to the album twice because I it was so good for me. I really enjoyed it listening to that album this evening. Thank you for that recommendation. Ben. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I... I had chance only to to skip through it 
and and get a feel for it but what i heard i liked it was uh old school yeah yeah, yeah. you know old school metal and 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 i'm yeah. old so i, I like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can actually he has a, a label page on bandcamp which we will link in today's show notes and you can actually listen to all of his releases and they're all good quality because he has a his taste of music, it's always on the melodic side. So you will not find any death or thrash or black metal in there. But the stuff you find is always high quality. It's always melodic. It's always a bit on the epic side. And I think he has, he has, makes a good job of selecting great underground bands to support. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Give it a, give it a listen. Give it a listen, folks, because it, um, it, it, it certainly is one that I'm going to be listening to again. Yeah. And he puts us out all his, all his records on vinyl. Ah, so perfect. you can buy all the records on vinyl from him. And that's also something that I really like. <laughs> I think I'll have to place an order there soon. <laughs> so I don't think we actually got to a uh, an answer about uh, a Legends album, did we? I have one album that came out uh, that that came out this month, uh, twenty seven years ago. But I guess if I recommend that one, I'll be rather alone here and you'll all hang up and leave me alone here to rabble about the stuff that only I like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that would be uh, Dismembers, Indecent and Obscene that was released on June 24th, 93. Wow. Uh, So one of the albums that for me started the Swedish death metal scene uh, that I really like a lot still today. I've still got an original pressing of that album. And a few years ago, I met a guy who saw that in, in my, went through my records and was like, oh, you have an original pressing of that one. I'll give you 250 euros for that. <laughs> and I told him, I think it's time you leave. <laughs> <laughs> and let me check your pockets before you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember. I remember vinyl. I had I had a stupendous amount of vinyl. I had uh, Maiden picture discs and Metallica picture discs. Uh, and yeah, all sorts oh, of stuff. Oh, I love them. And then the woman that I was with decided that everything that I had belonged to her when we split up. So it it pains me to hear that. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah. These things happen. It's only plastic. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. But I did. I did love them. Yeah. Hopefully, next month we'll have the first uh, EP of my band released. Woo-hoo. That we'll not talk about on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we will. No, I can't feels take a like criticism. It... No. <laughs> feels like feels like a community member's music is is here. I think I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, we can do a special. Uh... Special nope. episode of this show uh, without Ben, and then we can know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could get in we could get in a guest presenter to uh, to do that, yeah. can we? Ben Weisman, for example, because then Frank will have <laughs> oh, to drink yeah. a crate of uh, oh. Rauchbier. <laughs> yeah. And w- and while I'm while I'm drinking while I'm drinking a crate of Rauchbier, I will uh, listen to Ailstorm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it will get better over the time. It's getting better and better. Oh, some here mag- we go. For some, magical, <laughs> yeah. for some magical reason. I'm really looking forward to that episode. And as this oh, month's episode, 
was a blast. I'm sure that one will be as well. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. So uh, we will have to sort this out. Yes. So Ben, if you're listening, uh, be prepared. Select the metal album we will talk about. And as I said, not a single song, but a whole album, right? Yeah, that means we'll we'll have to listen to five albums that month. Yeah, it's no problem. Not for us. Okay, guys. So thanks a lot. Yeah. No, thank you. I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. Was a lot of fun exactly. today. And we'll talk again next month with new releases. New yeah. releases for July. Yeah. Yep. See you next month. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.